Good evening, good evening, good evening. This is Humble Dame coming to you on this beautiful, beautiful Wednesday night. And I just wanted to come to you guys today and talk to you about, I believe my subject will be um, mockers or mindless mockers. Uh, We all had to deal with mindless mockers from the, you know, the playground and school to when we got into high school and then maybe in college, like a little hazing or things of that nature from, co- you know, pesky co-workers to, you know, rude in-laws that were purposely rude or, you know, even our own children or our spouse. So I just wanted to talk to you today about mockers, okay? I'm going to read a scripture. It's coming from Proverbs chapter 9, verses 4 through 12. Whoever is naive, let him turn and hear, she says to those who lack understanding. Come, eat some of my food and drink some of my wine I have mixed. Abandon your foolish ways so that you may live and proceed in the way of understanding. Whoever corrects a mocker is asking for insult. Whoever reproves a wicked person receives abuse. Do not reprove a mocker, or he will hate you. Reprove a wise person, and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise person, and he will become wiser still. Teach a a righteous person, and he will add to his learning. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord, and acknowledging the Holy One is understanding. For because of me, your days will be many and years will be added to your life. If you are wise, you are wise to your own advantage. But if you are a mocker, you alone must bear it. Again, I read that passage is from Proverbs chapter 9, verses 4 through 12. And the title of this episode will be Mindless Mockers. And this is not to be derogatory or demeaning, because I believe everyone is anointed, everyone has a purpose, Uh, Everyone has a a sense of belonging in certain areas. But I do want to speak about the point that mockers can be mindless, which means that they're using their mind less. And it says here, the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. That's one of the smartest, most intelligent things that we can do and that we can actually pursue. And as I am pursuing my submissive in my on my submissive journey, I am learning that I have to have fear of the Lord. I have to fear Him. I have to fear Him in my motherhood. I have to fear Him in my womanhood. And these are the things that He has given me to do in my life at this given time. So I want to proceed on to give you guys a definition of what a mocker actually is, according to biblical standards, okay? And this is coming from internallifeblog.com. You guys can check it out. They have some very good um, articles and, and resources for you guys to kind of glean from and, and add to your study and make your de- devotional life very rich. It says, according to the Bible, there are two types of mockers. Okay, for example, the typical definition of a mocker is to treat with ridicule or contempt, deride, and to mimic, as in sports or derision. So some people make a sport 
out of mocking and ridiculing you, right? That's what we, we would call the schoolyard bully, which I have been bullied since I was a child in different instances and in different, you know, dimensions and relationships. And what it has taught me is, as I do not feel a sense of shame because the shame that they try to inflict onto you is inner shame from them. So I, instead, I actually just don't take it personal. Uh, it can become frustrating sometimes, but when you begin to see that these mockers view ridiculing you as a sport, that's the definition, and that's their actions. If it's a pattern of behavior and it's a habit, it might be something they're addicted to, which I believe that everyone is addicted to something. Uh, me, myself, personally, I have, I'm have i a former smoker. I smoked for 14 years. Um I was a party girl. I had a lot of fun back in college. And so uh, knowing that the different dimensions of an addictive personality, even though addiction is personal, some people become addicted to mocking. And so that's what I'm saying. They use their mind less. When you have an addiction, it becomes a habit. It's something that you just do. So you, when you look at it from this standpoint, it helps you not to be able to take it as personal. Okay, all right, and let's proceed on. It says, um, Proverbs mentioned various types of people and their characteristics. When we come to the mocker in Proverbs 22 and 10, we read, Drive out the mocker, and out goes strife, quarrels, and insults are ended. Much more is mentioned here. The proud and arrogant man, mocker is his name. He behaves with overweening pride. A mocker resents correction. He will not consult the wise. Those scriptures I just recited are Proverbs 22 and 10, Proverbs 21 and 24, Proverbs chapter 15, verse 12, in that order. I'm going to proceed. Do not rebuke a mocker or he will hate you. Rebuke a wise man and he will love you. Proverbs 9 and 8. And so I want to kind of stop there. And add my own little piggy note into that, saying that I actually adore correction. I do not adore cruelty, although I thank God that He gives me the endurance and the long suffering to be able to go through that and learn from that and become better. And I walk through the bitterness and become better. Um, that's a process, and it takes you through a wide range of different types of emotions, but on the other end of it, you become better. But I actually do adore correction. I believe that when someone cares enough to correct you, when you have a relationship with them, um, whether it's an associate, platonic or romantic, uh, family or friend, um, acquaintance, friends, BFFs, when someone cares enough to correct you and tell you that, hey, that's not the right thing to do or that's not proper or... Um, Maybe you should kind of, you know, have more tact. Um, I really actually appreciate those things, but I'm going to say this. You have to consider the source. If you do not have a relationship with those people, um, the majority of the time, those are just observations and opinions they're giving you, which those can be needful as well. Um, and also, you have to also, when I'm saying consider the source, you have to ask yourself, do these people have my best interests at heart? Because if they don't have your best interest at heart, all criticism is not constructive. Some criticism can be destructive. 
which is another definition for mocker, is destructive criticism. Okay, so two things to remember. Consider the source, and underneath, if you're taking notes, when you're considering the source, consider, do the, does this person or do they have my best interest at heart? And do I have a personal relationship with them where they have uh, the trust and the availability to me to be able to even speak on such personal matters? If the answer is no to those, then you're probably dealing with the mocker. Okay. And so a mocker in Proverbs is contentious. They're quarrelsome, insulting, proud, and arrogant. They resent correction. Doesn't consult the wise. Becomes hateful when rebuked. Okay. Now, they also have some things here um, as far as a mocker in Galatians. If you guys want to read on your own time, it's Galatians 6. Verses 8 through 9. So these are some very good things and uh, scriptures to kind of just base off of. Even if you're not a believer, these are good things for you to be able to kind of watch out for. Because uh, in developing a tougher skin while submitting and learning how to submit, it's important to know to consider the source. Who is saying this and why are they saying this? Okay. And after you have been corrected, if there is a sense of calm that comes upon you and you you feel closer to that person, that was a beautiful rebuke. Okay, for it, the word does say open rebuke is better than secret love. Okay, open rebuke is better than secret love. So if the person prunes you, which when you prune something, you have shears, I'm a gardener, well, amateur gardener, and... I do sometimes have to cut back some of my plants in order to have them produce more. If the person that is pruning you, that is giving you constructive criticism, after they prune you, if you begin to grow more, that is a beautiful source, that is wise counsel, and that's someone to be honored and appreciated. And so all of those type of people, I I truly appreciate um, their wisdom um, because they obviously have the fear of the Lord or they wouldn't be effective. Um, it's a difference between popularity and effectiveness. And so when you're growing in your submissive journey, when you have authority, uh, you respect all authority, but all authority is not the same. So if they're pruning you and you produce more, that's a beautiful, wise counsel. Uh, they deserve double honor and those people you appreciate for the mockers, the people who are just ridiculing you out of sport who say demeaning, derogatory things. It says to mimic as well. Um, It's one thing to be inspired. I love being inspired by people to where you do imitate, where you just to learn like kids will imitate to learn. They imitate your dress or um, the things that you do to learn. But a mocker is going to mimic you to try to irritate and outdo, which there's actually another term for that as well. It's called emulation. It's in Galatians when it talks about the works of the flesh. So a lot of times you'll see emulation in workaholics and people who just work, 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 work all the time. And when they see that you have taken the time to kind of enjoy yourself and enjoy your hobbies and try to pursue your passions, um, the mocker in them makes them mimic. And that mimicking is emulations and they're working, which is a work of the flesh. So those type of people, that's destructive criticism. You can learn from them as well, but those are not people that you would 
consider wise counsel. That will, that's what you consider ungodly counsel and sitting in the seats of scorners because it's kind of like, whether it's male or woman, for lack of a better uh, metaphor or phrase, it's like a woman scorned, like really upset and stuff, and like for no reason. So those type of people, I don't know, their energy is kind of just, it's a little weird. And it's like overwhelming in the sense where it's just too much negativity. Uh, so you just learn from them how not to be. And you don't take it personally because it's a sport for them. It's something they've been doing probably for a long time, probably since they were children. You know, uh, if it was never corrected in their youth, if it was never pointed out to them, they grew to believe that it was okay. So the people that you choose and that you listen to are the people that you produce after you're pruned. So you can thank them for the cutting and for the criticism because you're grateful. And so I great I am uh, honored and I am excited and I am submitting more in this moment to all of the people who have cut me and has brought me closer to my creator and is teaching me how to submit in a deeper way, in a way that's not forced or like a, a brutalizing entry, but it's a beautiful divine interruption, if you will. Uh, to the point where it just kind of interrupts you a little bit and make you refocus on keeping the main thing the main thing. And so I am grateful for that because with that comes peace and, and calmness and uh, joy and gentleness. And so I can take a hard word when it produces harvest. And so I'm grateful for those people. And I am grateful for the people that I'm going to meet in my future. And I just want to show my sense of gratitude to them in this moment. But as for the mindless mockers, don't take it personal. Learn from them and keep your distance. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday night. This is Humble Dane coming to you with Diamond Chronicles, and I wish you sweet dreams. Bye.